Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media to tell stories, usually movies and TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hi, my name is Albert. Hi, my name is not Jamming. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jamming's not here. Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Edward. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about the fate of the Furious. And oddly enough, they didn't do the whole F8 thing. It was just a hashtag. Yeah, that yeah. still means they did it. Because they didn't, didn't, the didn't like Furious 7. Fate of the Furious. Yeah, but is, isn't it for Furious 7, they actually had the title Furious 7 on it? Yep. But I think they can't keep calling it Furious Seven, Furious Eight, Furious Nine, because then you're like, all right, no, all right. But, all right, but it's not that though. I mean, I mean, it's like, like uh, I think Fast Six was just Fast Six. Yeah, right? and Fast and then Fast they went Five, furious, and they can't call it and Eight or they could, the do, they could do Fate F Eight on the title, Fate of fate the Furious. Eight. It's right there, like F Eight of the Furious. It really ruined the name because when I kept hearing Fate of the Furious, it just sounds like some really bad knockoff Asian really film, bad. and I'm like, really what sound. is the fate of the? I don't fucking care. Well, they do have import vehicles in this movie, you know. Yeah, and then it was like, what was it produced by some eight Chinese company? Yeah, China China Film Group was the co-producer why they, in this. I have a game yeah. called The Fate of the Dragon, and it's a stupid, really bad. Chinese game, okay. So whenever that I hear the familiar. fate of something, I'm like, because it, it made me question, like, like how how would nine work? Fate nine, <laughs> <laughs> the nine oh. of Fear the furious, sir. or the furious nine, I guess. I feel like the tenth movie would be like the final ten or whatever. Yeah, shit. because they're trying to. Well, we'll talk about this further, but like they're trying, like this is supposed to launch a new trilogy, trilogy the yeah. final. Uh, Trilogy to end the entire uh, Furious Wait, franchise. Wait, they said that they wanted to end in ten. They want to end in ten, oh. like that. It's uh, the the writer Chris Morgan wrote that. Like, no, we have every intention to like finish it off at the tenth movie. Because they saw Vin Diesel and he's like, oh, he's not getting any younger. <laughs> yeah, because, and but then they have the release dates already set for nine and ten. It's already set in stone for Universal, so it's going for it. And obviously, you know that we see it like this Furious Eight. Fate of Furious has the highest global, uh, global, global opening of all time. Of all time, yeah, it's number one worldwide openings, yep. right above Star Wars: The Force Awakens. It beats yep. Star Wars: The Force Awakens by three million. That's it, by three million. So yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and I mean, you know, all their cast members are dying off. What? Yeah. Just kidding. Well, I, I should say it is uh, five hundred and thirty-two million worldwide. Yep. The movie costs two hundred and fifty dollars. Twenty fifty dollars. Two hundred and fifty hundred million to make. Um, so marketing times two. So they had to make five hundred million to break even, and they're already past that. So it's pretty it's damn impressive. How expensive this movie is! Like, oh my god. Yeah. Not only that, but the overseas total is uh, four hundred and thirty-three million by itself. Yep. You know, so it's like that's crazy. And like number two is Jurassic World, and that was three sixteen. Yep. So I mean that's pretty intense. Uh, apparently China took most of the box office, I guess. Is that what yeah, happened? The China box office, I think I said it was 190 million dollar opening for China. Wow, that's so. fantastic. Good for them. I mean, it is like a multicultural cast, and this is exactly the kind of thing you want to prove. Hey, look, there's a multicultural cast, and it's making a lot of money. It is. Needs more Asians. It does need more Asians, right? <laughs> All right. Are we gonna are we gonna like refer to this really quick? Right now. Needs more Asians? No. Jason Statham. Okay. As an Asian? No, no. He's secretly no. an Asian? No. He's character. Okay. Wait. Why does it have to... Oh, wait. Hold on. Edward has... 
Well, well, are we talking about the movie overall, we, or are we, we just going to focus on yeah, one well, there's character? Because, like, okay, there's a no, no, lot we're talking of about things the movie, to talk about. But, but uh, that's, that's what it is. But like, Wait, I thought we had to start with the whole, did we like it or not? All right, sure. let's start with that. Fine. General yeah, opinion. Let's start with that. Albert. Albert. Did, did Albert like it? Um, I thought it was okay. I don't like it as much as 7. And 7, I didn't like as much as 6. And 6, I didn't like as much as 5. <laughs> yep, I'm right there with you. I completely <laughs> five, agree. 5, you didn't like as much as 4. 5 is the best... Period. Five is the best. Period. Five was the best for me too. Yeah. 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 So there. Because Gal Gadot and Han, wait, his real name is Sun Kang, and Sun Kang and Paul Walker <laughs> were all in it still. No, it Gazelle. Yeah. That. It was not even. You know, that. it could have been that. Yeah. Maybe it's that Probably. because they were all in it. No, I, I think Chris Morgan is just starting to get Chris. That, that was the writer's name, right? Chris Morgan. Yeah. Chris Morgan. I think he just started to get lazy in terms of like like the writing, or it's either that or it's too overwhelming for him now. There's too many characters. There's too oh, many. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I have to give him some credit that, like, considering how many actors he has to juggle with and, like, right. the challenge of each movie is that it just needs to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, that's just so, the like, case now. That's an enormous pressure. That's, like, how do you do this? So, I'm just, like, okay, you're trying to sit in the room and be like, all right, we, so we just had this. You know, that crazy shit happened. How do we top that off? Where it's, like, all right, uh, well, and then that's where it came with the concept of Furious 8 where it's, like, Oh, zombie cars and submarine chasing cars in Russia. And I'm thinking it's like someone everyone jokes that like, oh, you know, at some point they're gonna go to space. I think they're gonna go to space. They like, should go to space. Where else do you go with this? <laughs> yeah, they should go to space. But I, I don't think it should be the tent movie. I think it should be the night movie, and the tent movie should be a little bit more grounded. I like it to be think, a little bit more grounded. Yeah. I think like uh maybe the knife, if like somehow you can just go crazy, great, whatever. Yeah. I'm in for the ride, but the tenth movie, like, like you know, if you kind of scale it way back, like way back to how the first one was, so that you, it kind of is like a full circle, because right. the first movie was pretty like simple, very simple. And, and <laughs> you gotta go if we if it if it ends like that, then it'll be like, wow, what a franchise, what a, like an amazing end. Are full you sure? Cir- full People circle. Right? It to be even bigger, and they go into universes, and they team up with Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's how. Oh it my ends. god! <laughs> that would be Technically, that would make sense because Vin Diesel he becomes a tree, and then he's Groot. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Well, I um didn't like it as much as the other ones. I honestly don't. I feel like off the top of my head, I can't remember the more recent ones. Once the huge teams of mashups began and they started losing the racing aspect of it and it became more of a heist film. For me, I still like the first, I guess you could say four films because it actually had to do with racing and cars and stupid, like poor people problems. You actually like Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, like I liked it. It was so bad. It was good. But then Tyrese Gibson, he's just such an idiot that like he makes it, you know, for all these films, even this one, like. He's still consistently like stupid, and funny, I guess. Yeah. yeah, as a character. But then, yeah, like you said, the writer. I think he is getting lazy, but also like now you expect a certain level of cheese. So with the with the most recent one, I it felt a little longer than the other ones, and I kind of was like, oh, like I didn't leave feeling like, yeah, I just watched another Fast and Furious film, which is how I feel for all the other films. But this one was more like, oh, okay. You know, it's it's cool, but maybe because there's a baby in there and I hate babies. I don't know. And then they're like, his name's Brian, and I'm like, uh, technically in your world, Brian's still alive, so it's kind of stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, I, we all know he's dead, but yeah, I mean, okay, they should call him Paul. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Been something. Shouldn't like Brian say, "Hey, why are you naming your kid Brian? I'm still alive in that like universe, right? Dude. Yeah, 
like actually now that you say that that would have been something if he's like I'm I'm gonna name him Paul. But I think that would make everyone cry every time the kids on set they'd be like, come here, Paul. <laughs> it's not but then, Paul. but then that would be great. Then like when he, if Vin Diesel calling in the on set Paul and you just see the reaction of the the cast, I'm like that's you know an ending. That's like I now that you say I feel like that was a missed opportunity. But then maybe that that would you know breach to some maybe. You know, they're like, oh, that might be a little too close. Yeah, because no. technically they should have called him Han because Han died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, oh, but the thing that we gotta talk about that, like, okay, yes, yeah, yes, yes, we, yes. We're gonna talk about. Oh, but that. but going, uh-huh. going back to the baby Paul thing or baby uh, Brian thing, I, I, the thing is though is that we're we already kind of meta about it, right? The Furious Seven ends with us all knowing what happened to Paul Walker, so yeah. him naming the baby Paul wouldn't really bother us too much. It'd be like, nope, that makes sense. You know? Yeah, but Brian's still alive. Like you guys exactly. just choose not to have him in your. Which, according to those rules, now Vin Diesel should be ruled out of this yeah, family. Not, he of, has a son. Yeah, like hey, you have a family now. You got to raise it with Michelle Rodriguez, who, like, he dates the most understanding people ever. I know. <laughs> like yeah. Elena, right? When she's like, "Go, this is your true love. I understand." Oh, by the way, <laughs> I have a baby that you are now betraying and almost killed your wife for. But your wife is like, "It's cool." I get. You're like, and then what? He, <laughs> Show Michelle Rodriguez the son is like oh she he's adorable I'm like you are so calm about this like most people are like fuck this shit yeah like, like based what? on what we know of because Michelle Rodriguez family whatever, Letty like she would kill it be like fuck this shit <laughs> I'm I'm furious I'm furious and I'm fast <laughs> uh, yeah it, it I is, would say, oh go ahead uh, it is kind of weird how they didn't even have a scene like. Having Vin Diesel explain to Letty, well, to Michelle Rodriguez, like, oh, this is what happened. This is why I have a son. Nothing like that. They literally just skipped it over. I mean, I think if they did explain it, it might have been a little boring. Like, we get it. Storytelling, though. Storytelling. Fucking baby. My God, storytelling, though. They, they literally, like, skip a bunch of stuff in this movie. Like, like, well, they could probably explain that. I mean, yeah, we know. I yeah. mean, I'm kind of... I oh. wish that Elena wasn't the damsel in distress because like in the previous films she, she was, was very she was capable she was yeah agent, right? she was capable and all of a sudden she's just here this whole time like oh i had a son and suddenly i can't take care of myself was, and you're that like was terrible but you're not that type oh oh wait, speaking of wait, hold no on, hold on. okay hold fine on, oh, God. I'll, I'll, I'll add my opinion to this kind of like similar to what actually my opinion to this movie similar to yours where it's like i enjoyed it but not as much as the one before and the one before and the fast five was like the pinnacle to me however right. though I am impressed, you know, even though my some people, some of my friends kind of joke about it, like, how can you like this franchise? I'm like, all right, you know, this this franchise should not have even existed. Yep. Like, this franchise should have died by the third movie because they were seriously considering, they were about to make Tokyo Drift into a direct-to-DVD movie. And Correct. if that happened, that would have been the end. There, there would be no more after that. But somehow, it continued life afterwards with this crazy timeline loop where, like, Sung Kang is actually part of the team this whole time, even though the technology doesn't match. Like, you know, they're they're using, like, flip phones in Tokyo Drift, which takes place after the other movies. And at that point, they have, like, modern cell phones. So then, you know, you get into these weird... Nobody cares. No one cares about that. But anyways, they somehow, you know, they, they start from this simple, like, street-raising poor people to becoming, like, this almost James Bond global, mm-hmm. like, heist kind of thing. And I'm like... There is no franchise that ever that has ever done something like that. I can't, Harry Potter. I can't even know. <laughs> yeah, but what? Harry Potter, like, it was consistent. I'm like, just kidding. I know. But it's like there's no franchise. Like you can't think you can't name a single franchise where Need they, for Speed. 
<laughs> yeah, that what? wasn't a franchise. Yeah, it wasn't a franchise. Yeah. So it's like it's like oh my god, like and like you said, uh, Albert, like it has a multicultural cast. It like it it shows that they you know, need more Asians. It does need more Asians, but whatever. Um, that they do well for that. So I watching Fury said yes, I got tired at some points, but I was still in for the ride. You can still you can still see that the cast enjoy the crap out of what they're doing. Yeah, they enjoy what they're doing and they really commit to it. As opposed to like I watch like I look at these Transformers, but like I the latest trailer, the last night, I look at that, I'm like I'm already bored. Like this is boring. Like yeah. I don't care anymore. So it's like with Furious Eight, I'm like, oh maybe this will be the movie where you know I don't care about these characters. I'm like, well. Uh, they're, still, they're, <laughs> they're still committing to it. There's still this, and it's and Vin Diesel's acting. And like there's that one scene where he has to, you know, it's, you know, when he confronts, you know, when his wife gets shot. Oh, the former. Whoa, well, whoa, not wife. whoa! They were never not, married. Never, never married. When Elena, the gets, mother of his now child, when she gets shot, like Vin Diesel, he starts raging. I'm like, look at him go. And then, and then the other part when he starts cuckooing and then he starts crying, and I was like, you know, <laughs> I believe it. You know what? Whatever, man. So I think. It's just like I, you know, I'm one of those people that are like, you know, like, how can you support movies like this? I'm like, I want to support it because these guys seem to just go all ham for it. They just commit. And I just don't see that many action franchises where there's that level of commitment to it, where it's just like, let's just go crazy. Well, John and let's Wick. Just, and they always emphasize family. Yes, you can now almost parody it where it's like, they, how many times have the word family been mentioned it's a drinking game entire furious and fast <laughs> and furious. how many times has Krispy Kreme been mentioned wait wrong movie well, that's, that's Power Rangers okay. <laughs> anyways that's my opinion I enjoyed it I'm down to see the last two or hopefully the last two yeah I'm, I'm the same way I'm, I'm pretty much all in uh, I am one of the people who started off like I'm not gonna watch that movie that's not for me at all but as soon yep. as fa Fast Five hit and I happened to watch it for free you know, it was like, like, hey, this is actually not bad. And apparently that was the best movie ever. But, uh, but yeah, from that point on, I'm like, okay, I got to watch the, the previous ones. And then I'll watch them. I go, yeah, they're cheesy fun. They know it knows what it is. And that's what counts in a sense. Yep. But, but now we have four movies where they're kind of just completely, like you said, heist films, completely James Bond. They're, they're like secret agents and they're not secret. And they're not trained to be secret agents, but they're really but yet they good. The secret, actual military, like paramilitary trained people's asses. And I'm like, how? How do you do that? <laughs> exactly. But but moving back a little bit with the Elena thing, going back to get to the whole like it's um, lazy writing. Sure. Kill her off because love triangle would be too complicated to deal with. So They do that every that. time. Anytime a new girl, like at least for Vin Diesel, he's like, oh, well, Letty's dead. Here's a new girl for you. Cool, thanks. Oh, wait, Letty's back. Okay, new girl, you have to back off. That's cool. And I was like, no, ah. no, but she like, just left. She just like, no, no, I'm good. You, you, have, you have to be with your yeah, true love. Yeah, so she's like, go find her. Carry on with your merry way, even though we just had hot, steamy, naked sex. And at that point, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I oh, yeah, she said she just found out she was pregnant. Yeah, she said the I found day out, she left. Like the, yeah, whatever. What a coincidence. Like, oh, you know you're going for Letty. And then the thing is, like, Ugh, like you knew she was gonna die because you can't have like you said yeah. a love triangle. I'm like, so much she's gonna die. They've got a kid. Who's gonna raise a kid? Obviously, Letty. Okay, so because he can't get with Elena now, it could, has to be. But see, her they, they could have had it set up where he kind of has a somewhat of a harem where where he has he has Elena raising the kid, and then Letty is 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 like the girl on the side that he goes to the Avengers with. They could have done that. I they mean, would have. I think they they have done that, haven't they? Because 
Oh no, no. There was you know how at the end of every film they're always like, Oh, we're having family dinner stuff, and now it's praying shit. And like they did that that one time and I think didn't Elena like appear and he's like, Oh, you wanna join us? And she's like, No, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> like, yeah, that was a little that was fast six. Line here. That was fast was six. Like, oh, she right. left. She left before the before the, the, the dinner or whatever, lunch day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like I mean they're showing that like there is life after previous relationships, but it's still kinda weird. It is weird. And not only that, but um are they now not in LA? If they're New Yorkers now? Yes. What's they, up with that? I mean, hey, this is the first time they've been back to the States. They've been out of the country for a very long time. Fast six they were in LA when they did the thing. I don't even remember, honestly. Like I feel like they seeing, do kind of blur. They they were in Cuba. They made oh my god, Cuba. They made them look fucking amazing. And I was like, I don't think Cuba's this nice, but I mean I don't know anything. Cuba's got such nice ass cars and like really beautiful I mean, I'm sure there are those beautiful bits, but all right, let's talk about the, the actual premise. Okay. Okay. So, so he gets blackmailed, not really blackmailed, but but he has Elena hostage. The thing here is the thing. Did he see the baby or not? Did he knew okay, so he had a son or not? We had this discussion too, yeah. So my thing more was how could he have reacted to like if I if that was me and someone was like, Hey, okay, if I was a dude and someone was like, You got a baby, and I just looked at a picture of a baby, I'd be like, Uh, it's not my baby. <laughs> and then they'd be like, No, no, it is. And I would be like, you need it. more evidence than this. Like, how do you... What, what, what proof is this? It's like, unless there was a video that he was... I don't know how they would have proved, this is your baby, you know? Like, without him going, like, here's the DNA results, and you have to meet the baby. Okay, it looks like... I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that should have gone into her explaining to him, this is your baby, as opposed to him... Pos- I feel like what they were trying to imply was that she showed him a photo, and he was supposed to go, oh my god! This is my baby. <laughs> but he didn't even have that reaction, which was the weird. Like I was, now that I'm thinking, like it was, it was weird to track. It was, I was like, all right. So she knew that Dom would always come around this part. She gives him, she you know fucks up her car, you know fake to fucks up her car, and then gives him her cell phone, which very nice of her. She just gives him a cell phone, and mm-hmm. then, and then she he looks at it, and there's no register on Vin Diesel's face. Right. And he goes, and he's like, and then she's like, you know, now now you're gonna do what I tell you, and then Vin Diesel goes, well, what if I don't? And I'm like, right, that is wait. not the reaction for a guy who just found out he has a baby. Yeah. So, uh, Josie and I had this discussion where it's like, how would you do without giving away too much to the audience that it was his son? Because that's gonna be that's supposed to be the reveal that that's what's gonna happen. So, I we we came up we didn't know what to do. We were like, oh well, maybe this was the best. Maybe there was a take where Vin Diesel had more of a reaction where he's like, oh shit, like. Oh my god! Like I really should do something, but uh, but that was you know that's like the entire thing where it's like okay, all for all that he's going to betray his team and all that, and I'm thinking you know I know this is where I like I don't think Chris Morgan was being lazy because that's an that's a really hard writing task. Like all right, come up with a compelling reason why Dom Toretto would portray his entire family that he's been working on for entire his entire life. Because of this woman, this dreadlocked white woman named Cypher mm-hmm. had this picture of a baby and Elena. And I'm like, is that a good enough reason? Like, I'm trying to think, like, does that make sense? But here's the like, thing, though. My, my, my question is that was the picture of the baby even in the picture? Because when, when, when Elena actually presented the baby to him, then he looked surprised. Then he gave me this, like, oh, my God, I have okay. a baby. That's Unless the it was, okay, if you go with that, then it's like then that means she just showed him a picture or a video of the of fact it. that she trapped Elena. Yeah, that's that's what that's why I'm like like really. Well, maybe. 
okay, okay. So we had a joke before we knew as Elena that like when we saw the trailers for this, like what would make Dom portray his entire like crew? And it's like we were saying, oh, maybe Cipher, Charlie Stern's character, has held Brian and his family hostage. That's what I was thinking too. That was that was the only thing that would make sense. That would make sense. It was like that would make sense, but it's like okay. But instead, like, you know, we assume that regardless if they show the baby or not, they definitely sh- had to show Elena as, like, right. in the photo that she's... So I'm like, yes, he cared about Elena, but it's, like... That much? That much? <laughs> he jerks. I know, this is where I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is this is terrible. Like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, so... Well, the, the like, problem, my only problem there, too, is that... Okay, and I know I know Charlie Sterling was oh like you can't tell anybody, don't tell anybody, I'm watching, right? But later on in the movie, he proves, Vin Diesel proves he's able to still pull off telling somebody without her seeing. So why couldn't he pull that same thing to Letty? Yeah, at least Letty. Like, don't tell anybody else, because Tyrese Gibson would give it away. But oh, tell yeah. Letty. Like, why would you do that? And then even go so far as the whole, like, oh, I want to, you know, when she, this blonde woman kisses me, I'm not going to stop her because, oh, I want to drive it home. So I, I felt like for me, it would have made more sense if, okay, this isn't Ghost in the Shell stuff, but if she was able to hack his brain or do something <laughs> where she brainwashed him, which is why he, that's the only way he would betray them like that. Right. Because otherwise, it's like, you did this all of your own accord, but it had to be enough of a compelling reason. But this is not compelling enough. <laughs> I mean, they try their... I could see they tr- really try. They really tried their best with it. So it's like, all right, you know, it's not a rock-solid reason why a character that we've, we've invested in for all these films to do something so treacherous. But we're like... we're like, I think a lot of this franchise is getting to a point where it's like, I feel like... The, my problem what's the what the big problem with the Furious franchise, kind of similar to the Marvel franchise, is that as the movies are getting on, things just kind of slide. Yeah. Like we're just gonna let it slide. Like we gave you a reason. It's not one hundred percent great, but it's okay. Just move on. We're gonna move on to the next action scene. And I feel like that's exactly what's happening with this franchise yeah. of Furious Eight, where it's like, here's a slightly quasi good reason. Here, are you happy? All right, we're gonna move on now. We're yeah, gonna move on to the action it, it seems like this. it seems like they look at the camera going, "You're familiar with this plot trope, right? You're familiar with this story idea, right? So here it is. Uh, we don't have to explain it too much, but here it is, and let's move on to the action sequence." Yeah, yeah you're right. I think I think that's pretty much how they're doing this. Yeah, that's- and that also on that topic, which brings us to Jason Statham's character. Okay, here um, we go. All right, so I think the good. All right, if I focus on the pros of him, it's like it. We see now what's his name? Deckard is that his name? Deckard. Yeah, I think it's Deckard. Yeah, Deckard. The Shaw brothers. One of the Shaw brothers. He. We see him in a different light now. He's like kind of like the comic relief, especially when he and The Rock have this banter, like this macho banter between them, which I was amused by. Right. However, by this point, they're like you know they they like this is also one where the writer the writer or the you know they try to come up good reason how it would be acceptable for Deckard to be part of this crew and the crew to be okay working with this guy who yeah. we learned in the last movie killed Han. Exactly. He was the reason he killed Han. And so by the end of the movie, when they're like, you know, that the barbecue when they're like fist bumping, they're like, Hey man, here's your baby. And then he's like, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. And I'm like, family, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You dude, he killed Han. I know. It's like, Sure, we Joseph said maybe yeah we could see the re- reasoning was that Cipher betrayed Deckard and his brother 
an entire no, shop. No, was, she was the reason she was why the reason, they were doing all that stuff. And all you find that out stuff. She's an evil, manipulative woman. Wah, wah, wah. And it, but so I was like, okay, but it's still, it's like it sounds maybe okay logically, but like emotionally, it's like he still killed your like one of your best friends or your brothers. That's and he what, tried to kill Mia and Brian as well. I mean, yeah. granted, he tried to kill everybody, but you remember he sent that bomb to their house. Yeah, and they're like, they barely escaped, and they're like, oh my god. So it's just like kind of like the whole like you know why would Don Petray's family? It's like why would they, they be them. okay working with? the one of the Shaw brothers and it was like it was okay the reason was decent but it was not enough where I was like yeah, no, no, huh no. and they and they're like oh, let's just move on yeah so I, I, I was really holding myself back in the theater I was really wanting to, sh- to yell out he killed Han he killed yeah. Han <laughs> you guys forget it he killed Han the only Asian <laughs> guy the only Asian guy you kill he killed Han I was so tempted to just yell that out I swear man Ah, uh, I bugged the hell out of me throughout the whole movie. Although I did yeah. like the whole uh, homage to uh, Hard Boiled with him and the baby. That was fantastic. Yes. Oh, that's where it's from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. I mean, I like Jason Statham. He adds a lot to this movie, but damn it, he killed Han. Okay. He killed Han. Spoiler alert! Spoiler. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. For the other films. Uh, I will say that with Jason Statham, like, Comes like a delightful cameo with Helen Mirren. Yes, I was that's very. Good too. Oh my god, I was super excited about that just because before in interviews, I think you might have heard or read, and Helen Mirren was like, "Oh, I would love to be a villain in she these films." She really then, wanted to be in. So we were like, "Okay, cool." And then like, "Okay, well, Charlie's there and got cast." So you kind of forget about Helen Mirren, like, "Oh, maybe the next films." And then so when she appeared, I was like, "Holy shit!" She kind of she didn't get her wish wish, but she's in the Fast and Furious films, and she gets to play the mother of two baddies. But she's even more tough than them. <laughs> like I yeah. think that is fucking awesome. And like yeah. that's Edward and I were saying that's one of our favorite scenes when she um, revives Deckard or whatever the younger right. Shaw brother. I don't even the know which brother. Yeah. Jason Statham and like stabs him in the chest, calls him a baby, and then starts slapping and him, him, and then cries. And he's like, "Oh, mom, mom!" And she's like, "Ha, I got you again." He's like, "God damn it!" I think it. that was my favorite <laughs> moment. I'm such a it's bitch. Like, this is where it's like. Uh, you know, as grand and as grandiose the action scenes are, and sometimes they get tiring because so much happens. You're like, oh my god, I'm just getting numb. That the writer Chris Morgan still does a great job on like these little moments, these moments right. of dialogue, of like this humor, this banter between them. And I'm like, you know, as much as I enjoy the car chases, it's like seeing Helen Mirren scold Jason Statham and slap this guy who we see in other movies. Like he he has like destroyed and killed so many people yep. and. She's the woman that he fears. Like he's like, oh mother, don't do that. It's like that to me is more rewarding. But, uh, but no, I'm I'm you know this is where it's kind of funny where it's like now respectable actors want to be in franchises like these, right? Um, and they bring their their certain gravitas to it, which in this case, Helen Mirren did. Like you know, it was like look at this classy professional actress being this silly ass franchise yep. car chase movie. She, she knew what movie this was and she it showed. Yep. She was really good in this. But yep. not, not moving too far away from Deckard, uh, we should point out that Hobbes did imply that Deckard was kind of acting not completely against his will, but they were saying like he was a decorated war hero. Yeah, and- you saw the little note he had and then so he kind of explained like, oh, like how are you this grand like your father was also this general or some bullcrap and he's exactly. like yeah well sounds familiar right because you know you did the same thing and he's Except like oh. Hobbs did uh, kill Han come on what 
Look, look, that's what Decker's saying. Like, like you can look at us. I was also a decorated war hero or or law enforcement is whatever, but I'm doing bad things for a good reason. But unlike yeah. like Hobbs and unlike like Vin Diesel, they didn't kill anybody. Even though I mean the the big giant wrecking ball clearly killed those people. Oh, yeah. I was like, um, I think they do kill people, not directly by their hand or they chop someone's head off, but they they've killed a lot of they, people. They have. Yeah, and, and then, like, not only that, but yeah. everything Vin Diesel did—not everything, but a lot of things that Vin Diesel did to, like, you know, cover his tracks about, like, oh, I'm a bad guy now. I'm running Hobbs off the road. You know, all these things. Any one of his family could have died. Yeah, Seriously. but I feel like that's the part where maybe their reasoning was like, oh, he knows they're tough and they can survive this shit, which is why he does it to them. But then I'm like, I really feel like he should have been cyber hacked in his brain or not cyber hacked, whatever, brainwashed somehow, some way. And that's how she got to him. Because otherwise, I'm just like, I don't. Yeah. Plus, he he was able to tell Helen Mirren to tell Deckard, like, oh, here's my plan. But he wasn't able to tell Helen Mirren to tell them. His family. Yeah, and then he also their told plan? the Come other on. guy that he got his that he could have got the car from in the beginning, and his two other compatriots from the previous film. Right. Like, I need you guys to help out, <laughs> but don't tell anybody. Like, <laughs> don't tell my so team. Where, where did he do this? Because it's like if Charlie Stan was always keeping an eye on it, it was like, all right. Like, th- then again, it's kind of like you know. The more I think about it, it's like you know, we never can credit the Furious franchise to be have like a sensible you know, Logic. connection to reality. <laughs> and so, you know, that, that's that been thrown out the window a long time ago. So it's kind of like the fact that we're being nitpicky about it is I'm like, wait a minute. Ugh. You're not the real Avengers. This is the Furious franchise we're talking about. We're like, you know, they, they survive on like the, like the most bare thin grasp of reality, like even physics. Right. And just okay, like, physics, I don't mind. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, this is basic storytelling that anybody can see with their eyes. Like physics, you might have to understand more mathematically and scientifically. But this stuff, I'm like, this is just no logic. Like, <laughs> what? My, I think my problem yeah. with the movie, uh, also besides those logical plot holes, is some of the characters are kind of just completely sidelined. I mean, I mean, the the Game of Thrones girl who who's the hacker chick. Uh, oh, she, she doesn't yeah, really Ramsey. get to do. Oh my much. God, okay, so this is the part I was trying to talk about earlier with. Uh, Edward, like he pointed out as well, at the end, you remember how throughout the whole film, she's more or less viewed as, um, she's objectified by Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris's characters. Correct. And she's totally like, whatever. And at the end, she finally has a moment to say something. And she goes, do you know my last name? And you're like, that's the question you have for these guys after all this stuff. Like, it could have been something like, oh, guess what? I'm a lesbian. I'm not interested in you guys. Or I'm just not interested in you guys because fuck you guys. Like, you guys don't even see me as a person. And then... So that pisses me off because it's like she doesn't ever get a moment to shine. I mean, yes, you can say maybe the last film or whatever. That was her like, oh, she's such a smart hacker. But apparently Ludacris and her have the same skill set. So I'm like, Ludacris, you used to be this guy who had a huge fro and a fro pick in your hair. And you ran like Miami like racers. And now here you are. You're like, I'm a grade A hacker and I can match Ramsey who built the God's Eye. You know, I was like. This doesn't make any sense. Like, what? Because, like, okay, Gal Gadot, when she first got introduced, she was just, you know, like, the pretty girl who was, like, giving the men information. And eventually when she joined their team, she was like, okay, I'm a re- an expert marksman and I can drive really well. So you're like, okay, cool. Those are more believable because without her being, like, Michelle Rodriguez, who was a street girl, suddenly beating, like, these top security people in, like, fistfights. And you're like, okay, that doesn't really make sense. And then Vin Diesel somehow beating Deckard Shaw in a street fight. And I'm like... Yeah, you're like... 
you're just a muscle man. Like Brian's character, at least, or Paul Walker's character, at least you're like, okay, he's had training because he was part of the police or FBI, whatever, some, you know, more. He has martial arts training. More proper training. As opposed to Vin Diesel, it's like, I'm just, I'm like the rock where I smash things and people fly. Whereas, yeah, and so Ramsey, anyways, her thing is that she's the hacker, right? But they can't even give her her credit. Like Ludacris is going to partake in this as well because I guess Ludacris has nothing else to do. He can't be the, the, comic relief because Tyrese Gibson's a comic yeah, relief so they're just like we'll take it from the girl I don't uh, I just get frustrated with that one and this is where it's like we come into the issue of like there's too many characters like you know totally, yeah. give it some I have to give some slight credit that they try to do this balancing act as best they can but then this kind of reminds you of like the reboot Ghostbusters where the problem the Ghostbusters reboot with all the four women is not that they were women it was just like everyone was a comic relief so if everyone's a comic relief then who's the straight man who's like the the balance act of that so with with this one it's like the characters kind of blur with each other we're like oh we what's your purpose like not just like what you do but just like as a storytelling device like if you're the funny man you're this you're that like then what the heck are you? Oh, you're the exact same thing? Oh, that's not interesting. So we can't really give you a story arc because there is no reason for a story arc. So I know that like this film originally started off kind of like a dude's type of film, right? Where it's like, oh, you got the sexy ladies and wearing nothing at car races and these pretty much nerdy looking dudes a lot of times like driving these fancy cars. And the girls are like, oh my God, I'm so over. So like it starts off and it does the same thing. And you're like, ugh, like we see... The sexy girls again. Okay, they're back. There's no sexy men for me to look at. It's whatever. a throwback. But then also it's a throwback. With... Yeah, I know. Fuck that shit, man. But like Michelle Rodriguez's character in the beginning and later on, she's always viewed as the emotional woman type now. Like she's supposed to be this tough old bitty, right? But she she's like, I can't take care of myself. You know, like when when that guy was like, you shut your mouth. And she's like, oh, now you have a problem. And Vin Diesel gets all mad. And I'm kind of like... You know, back in the day, Michelle Rodriguez, Letty, would have taken care of this herself. She wouldn't need Vin Diesel to step up for her. I mean, granted, he's the head of the team and whatever crap. But then other things, like whenever things would happen, they'd be like, hey, Letty, you okay? That's not dumb. And you're like, nah. (laughs) Like, I don't I get frustrated because it's like, this isn't Letty. At least not the Letty that, you know, we grew up with kind of thing. Right. And they're just making all the women, like, traditional woman characters. Yeah, they kind of become sidelined. They're, they... I think the woman out of all, they become... I mean, okay, there is one character where it's like, I think she played her part well. and that Helen Mirren! Helen Mirren. <laughs> right, but Helen Mirren. I have to give credit to Charlize Theron yes. because she, by under by her underplaying Cy- uh, Cypher, made her more effective because it's like, you have a villain who is very... It's pretty much a James Bond villain. Right. It's She has all the resources of a James Bond villain, all that, and then the trap would be that you would overplay, you would overact it, you would be like, ha ha ha, I'm evil, all that. But I like the fact that Charlie Theron was so cool. Like, it was just like, not even like too cool for, too cool for school, but just like, it was just like, she was just cold. And yes. I think it was the most effective route for her because I took her seriously. I was like, I didn't take her dread seriously. I was like, oh, what's <laughs> yeah. that hairstyle? I don't know what that's going on. But I took her character seriously because I believed it. I was like, no, she's a compelling villain. Which I don't think the other villains in the past have been like. They're, the Furious franchise never really had a great villain. Like, I mean, sure, maybe we can count Jason Statham when he was a villain for Furious 7, but I don't think he was as effective. I think to me, if I look at all the Furious movies, 
Cypher might just be my favorite Furious villain, which may not be saying much. It's because she's the big bad. She's been in charge of all the other villains that were apparent. I in guess the that's other true. <laughs> that, that's what that, it that is. Could but be it she too. was definitely a better like, villain. What? Oh, oh no, but uh, going going with your point, the past villains besides Jason Statham, they were just the villain. They weren't really fleshed out. They were just the villain. But Charlie Sterling definitely added a lot more to her character. Yes, made her stand out more. She's stone cold, and she's kind of like a sociopath. So it kind of makes sense the way she acted it, which I kind of really appreciated. But to focus more again on the, on the character aspects, uh, Kurt Russell, Mister Nobody. Uh, Kurt, what the fuck? Sorry. So Kurt Russell, my, my whole thing with Kurt Russell is that okay, he's supposed to be this super smart guy, but we're not gonna show how smart he is because all he does is just like it's gonna show up. You go, uh, Diesel, go ahead and tell us what you think. There we go. You know, Hobbs, tell us what you think. There we go. That's all he does. He's like a cheerleader. Yeah, he was everybody's hype man in this yeah. film. That's, that's all Kurt Russell is in this movie. And they're like, mm, okay, can you can you add more to that? And then he introduces the one character that should not be in this movie at all. Freaking oh Scott Eastwood, little nobody. Mini nobody. Mini, mini uh, was a mini no one? Uh, I don't know. Lit, no, nobody, lit, no one. He's uh, just little me. Lit, little nobody. Yeah, they're trying to replace their white boy quota. They're like, we lost Paul Walker. Let's bring in another not one. Needed. I'm like, no. You lost him and you leave it like that. Plus, like, he's, he's a horrible actor too. Here? Or horrible. He's a horrible character. Scott Eastwood has a horrible character in this movie. Completely I mean, not funny. necessary. There were amusing moments. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning yeah. he was funny, but afterwards I'm like, yeah, why are you here? Like, like he's he was only funny because the other characters get to make fun of him. That yeah, was exactly. it. You know, but that's it. He doesn't deserve to be on that dining table at the very end. He is not family. He is completely yeah. not family. But it's because they're probably like, oh well. Like I said, white boy quota is now down. We gotta fill it up, and they have Jason Statham now. <laughs> we had to get past the whole he killed Han part, but they have Jason Statham now. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got that guy. Come on. They might be like, oh, we need someone who attracts the younger uh, girls. He's horrible. Yeah. He was a horrible character. But it, it, Yeah, that was unnecessary. But be, be, before before we, I just pretty much just talk about why I did like this movie. Uh, we, I mentioned the Jason Statham baby hard-boiled scene. Fantastic. Uh, I actually did like the simple race they have in Cuba. I thought that I was really great. And I like the whole idea that 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 I guess they really do own the town where they can literally stop traffic. Hey, hey, stop. We have a race going on. You know, respect. Well, they weren't stopping them like, oh, because we run this place. It was more like they had the motorcyclists do it. Like, no, you have to risk I mean. your life and limb to stop them. Yeah, no, that's what I mean, though. Uh, it's it just like, that's how the town works. Like, oh, don't, don't mess with them. Let them do what they do, kind of thing. Um, the, the whole, the best scene in the movie, arguably, is the scene with all the uh, smart cars. I thought that was just a, a genius way of pulling that off. I, I'm like, I've never seen anything like it. And like the movie even says, and that's pretty awesome. Not only that, but it could actually happen in real life. So there's that. I got a question though. Like, so Joseph and I had a discussion, like, like, could that actually happen? Like, yeah. are yes. there that many cars that like would be, who have that capability? Cause I know like, like, cause what can automatic, what can trigger a car to be automatically driven by itself? Like, uh, does it have to be a smart car? Or can it be like an old, slightly older car? Um, like that's no. the thing where because it's like to make it believe that that many people have that many smart smart cars. I find it a little hard to believe. No, no, I was uh, like, they're not smart cars. In, in in the context, well, they are smart cars. In the context that that uh, there's a lot of them in New York, that I don't believe. We're not at that point yet. We're just not at that yeah, point. Yeah, we're not yet. at the point. However, almost a lot of the modern cars are computerized. There's that thing. Okay, a lot of the a lot of the more modern cars that you buy now have like either uh, I, I, iOS in it, Android, or some kind of like operating system on there, 
And a lot of the times, the companies that add it to those cars, they don't really have good security. There's that too, right? So I can imagine them getting hijacked. Yeah. Sure, it's a little far-fetched to think that, that, that one guy or a couple of people are controlling every single car. That's a little much. You know, you're going to have to like assume that each one of those cars has some kind of sensors to know where they're going. They're, they're, they're given like a route. Okay, go this route and just follow, follow along. If you can believe that, then yeah, that happened in the movie. But that's, I think we're still at least five to 10 years away from that. So there's yeah. that. But it is, it, it is doable. Like you said, like I did, I did find myself thoroughly en- uh, enjoying because then, like, it, it really did feel like they were like, z- like you know, we used the term zombie cards, where they really did feel like zombies because they would just like they all they just, you would see a stream of them smash into the yes. walls and it would keep chasing the heroes. Yep. Yeah. It was kind of freaky. I was like, it oh reminds my God. me of World War Z, the way those zombies attacked and moved. It was like, no, this is terrifying because the, the way the CGI was working, you're like. Ugh. Yeah, this is kind of yeah, it is scary. Yeah, it was. But... A very, I, th- I thought it was a very impressive scene. I, I thought that like, oh, that's a pretty genius way of pulling that scene off, and and it was great. Immediately, they also showed scenes where there are people in the car, but then we don't see yeah, what happens. Yeah, they're all dead. Once again, Vin Diesel, you know, come on. <laughs> I know, like, what is, why do they need Vin Diesel to do that when they could have just gotten the shit themselves? I'm oh, just that, like, what? Oh, yeah, that's the big question. Why did Charlie Stern Cipher need Vin Diesel? I felt like that was the dumbest reason. I'm like, you girl are very, very competent and capable of doing everything yourself. You do not yeah. need this little man who just is full of muscle and runs around Cuba. Like, let him... What? This is the fucking shit. <laughs> well, I, I think it's twofold. First off, she has Rhodes. Rhodes can do the exact same thing that Vin Diesel did. Okay, there's that. Plus, he's compliant. Right. So there's that. Uh, but secondly, I think she just wanted to like play with him because he screwed up with her multiple times. So this is kind of like yeah. part of her revenge. I guess. Oh, yeah, I, true. I just feel like if I was Vin Diesel, I'd be like, you, you don't need me. If I was <laughs> you, Vin Diesel, I would have told the rest of my family the plan from the very beginning. That's what I would have oh, done. Like, this is stupid. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, the final battle sequence, because in, in all honesty, there's only like really three uh, battle, uh, fight um, see, uh, main action sequences the beginning race scene uh, the scene in New York and the very last scene with the submarine that's pretty much it that's the main scenes there's, there's the prison break and then there's the uh, the plane scene right. but, but that's kind of like it everything else is pretty much uh, the opening in Cuba New York and Russia that's it's like five set it. pieces in a way yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the submarine thing did you guys like the whole thing I mean it seemed kind of weird that we're well, not weird but it looked kind of I know the, it was kind of like a joke on Furious 6 with the 10 mile wrong uh, airplane runway so now they have they actually pointed out oh it's 10 miles away from us this is the reason why we're still driving for like the next 20 minutes there's that <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> I think I didn't like. I wasn't rejecting it, but it was kind of like it was one of those things where, like, all right, we're in this crazy ride, and they're running from a submarine that is shooting missiles. And I I did love that explained it through Tyrese kids. It's like, yo, we need to leave, aren't we all like nuclear now? Like, oh, we all they're like, like, don't worry, they're not. They didn't blow. And I was like, oh, okay, because I was sitting there going, oh, they're all dead. Like, apparently, they. Like, the writer, like, made sure to add that. So it was like, all right, you know, just so if there are people wondering, you know, they're, they're okay. They're, Even they though haven't... there are giant-ass explosions that could potentially set it off, but I guess yeah. not. Whatever. Plus, not only that, but the, the, the actual terrorists that were, that were chasing after them, they were always in the back. They were always, like, the cannon fodder that would die. Oh, oh yeah, you of know? course. And it was, die. it was like, I thought they already took them all out. Oh, wait, no, there's always more for them to take out because... <laughs> And those are the Russians. Like, they were just doing their job, right? No, no those like, are the terrorists. No, those are the terrorists. The oh, terrorists that took over Russians. that place. 
No, remember they, they mentioned how how that one uh, nuclear silo was taken over by some terrorists or whatever. That's who they were. Okay, that didn't belong to Russia. It belonged to them. No, no, yeah. it belonged to Russia, but the terrorists oh. took over it. It was like it was something like that. So that's their excuse and why these people were dying. Um, when the submarine was trying to pick every one of them off, all they needed to do really was just drive separately. <laughs> they don't have to be in a bunch. <laughs> It's like it's like they had the same problem like Prometheus. It was like that woman just running in a straight line when that ship was just crashing. Like, it's like Game that. of Thrones, you stupid little kid. Run, run. It's like, just like run, go zigzag. the other way. Like what? God, don't get like, shot by the arrow. Come on. Although, anyways, yeah, they could have just like, hey, the submarine seems to be going straight. Let's go everything but straight. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 there's a, well, like, if you're fun. Edward Hong and someone's chasing you, he will run at the person that is chasing him. That's true. To really throw that person off. <laughs> I didn't, didn't they do that in the movie? But uh, but in terms of like oh. final final action sequences, yeah, this doesn't hold up to the previous ones. The uh, uh, Furious Seven's whole scene in L.A. is spectacular as a whole. Uh, Furious Six, even though there's a, a, a ten mile long runway, I kind of still enjoyed it. You know, it was fun to watch. And then Furious Five with the vault. Come on. I mean that's that's great too, but yeah, uh, I don't. Know, it, it does seem like we're crapping on the movie too much. In a way, we kind of are, but it's kind of hard to say. Like, well, here's the stuff I enjoy because the stuff we enjoy are pretty simple. Fight scene, yes. you know, car scene. I, yeah, yeah. Well, how much more can we uh, discuss about that? <laughs> I read an interesting variety article. It came out early today. It was like uh, this. This writer was saying like this franchise needs to stop. It just needs to have an exit plan. And it's like, and then it was funny reading that article because I see his point because it's like it has become very bloated, it has become very like larger than it can handle. But the what was more fascinating was reading the comments. Like their comments were hostile. They were like, "Wait, you you need to resign from writing for Variety because this movie just made the biggest box office opening of all time right. globally." Right. So you know the day that the movie the franchise is dying. Is like is the is the day you know they can stop making a movie. However, you know it's kind of like that's the rabbit internet and the writer. I understand because it's like he was arguing for the point that they need to go back to the basics. They need yeah. to go back to simpler things. And I'm like, no, I totally agree with it because I think after this, if this movie gets even crazier, I don't know. I think there might. I think I might very much reach a threshold. Where I'm like, all right, I'm I'm done. Which apparently, I think a good number of my friends they reached that threshold maybe after the sixth movie. After the sixth yeah. movie, they didn't watch it. They stopped. I I can see so that. So like, yeah, no, I I definitely can see that. But I mean, I, I think the public audience is all the kind of feeling it. I mean, the projected uh the projected box office opening weekend domestic box office the Universal wanted was one twenty, right? It didn't even hit a hundred. It hit ninety eight. Yeah. Okay. Compare yeah. compare that to Furious Seven. Which was like uh, the opening weekend was 147. Yep. So so clearly there's already a diminishing point of return for for this franchise. Besides the worldwide box office, the worldwide box office right now is really killing it. Uh, killing it as in like it's doing really good. <laughs> but then uh, we also have to uh, like when it comes to four box office, like the, the numbers taken to value is that U.S. Uh, movie studios only get about 25 percent of foreign grosses. So if China made 190 million dollars. They, the U.S. the movie companies that made the movie will only get a fourth of that, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. But yeah. But yeah. Um, like I said, we're still. I think we're still in this franchise. Uh, it's kind of. This is the movie that's kind of pushing its limits now. But yep. still in it. Still in it. Just no, no different than people who are gonna blindly just watch the Marvel movies like myself. 
you know, even though some of the movies are kind of samey already. But yep, still enjoying it. So there's that. Can't really deny entertainment. And on that note, uh, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can also find me on my other podcast, The Stuff and Junk Show, where we talked about fast food drive throughs This is Josephine. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at SlowJoJoJo. And the tweets at I am Josephine. Oh, and here. Wait. At the other one sometimes. Stuff yes. and junks. Spoilers, please. Yeah. And this is Edward. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Cinnabon Monster. If you, you can send comments to who, what, where's, why at gmail.com via our Facebook page or to the website. If you want to show your support, all you got to do is share the shows with your friends, family, anybody you know. Uh, if you want to further show us your support, rate it on iTunes, review it on iTunes, really help. If you further, further, further want to show us your support, uh, check out our merchandise store at Zazzle. Buy a shirt, buy a mug. Or you can also be a pledge over at Patreon for our exclusive podcast, Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All right. So, yeah. Uh, what, what are you hoping would happen with Furious 9? Han comes back. Yes. With Giselle. Yes. They somehow have been pretending to be dead this whole time because all they wanted to do was fucking travel the world together. And they're like, the only way we can do this is if we pretend to die, guys. You know, yeah, at this point right now, that is not what that is actually a possibility. Yes. Like Lady comes back from the dead. Dom betrays an entire family because he finds out he had a, you know, bastard son. Uh, yeah, it's very possible that Sun Kang and Gal Gadot Except can come Gal's back. like, I got better things to do. I'm oh, Wonder she Woman. She is Wonder Woman. Whereas so. Sun Kang is like, I got nothing to do, Yeah, bro. please, please bring me back. Please bring me back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, we we never. I s- mean, for sure, I I'm pretty positive that Charlie Stern will come back. Yes, um, definitely. I want to see Helen Mirren actually play a bigger role. I think Helen Mirren will probably come back for sure yep. because if you know, they always go by like how positive the audience react, and so far everyone loved Helen Mirren. Good as the character, so uh, Helen Mirren for sure will come back. For sure, Jason Statham will come back. Yep. Um. So everyone will come back, and I think by you know the tenth movie. Like, I almost had this feeling now that I'm talking about where, like, maybe Cypher has a bigger boss to answer to, and it's, like, the ultimate... <laughs> it's Mr. Nobody! It's... Oh, oh, my God! Okay, if they do that, oh, that might be it. Mr. Oh, Nobody was the villain the whole time. That makes sense, actually. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Totally. If they do that, I'm in. I'm like, great, let's go for it. But in terms of Han coming back, um, I rewatched Six lately, recently, actually. You never saw the body. He was in the you car. Never see anybody's body. They never showed Gal's body. She yeah. fell off the she runway. Fell off. She fell like, off the oh, runway. Well. Yeah, but you never saw <laughs> her body. A, they didn't even go to a funeral for her. They were just like let her die on the runway. Yeah, but but in terms of Han in the car and the car blows up, uh, it cuts out the scene. You don't see him. He could have crawled out. I mean, he could have been in a manhole. He's turtle. He's secretly a teenage mutant ninja turtle now. Yeah. Either way, back uh, to what Josephine said early, much earlier in the episode: more Asians needed. <laughs> so there. Okay, there was one Asian, but he was yeah, the most thankless was... role possible. He was the one hackers. of the hackers. He was the bad guy. Or Cypher. <laughs> I was like, and I looked him up and it's like, yeah, this act, this is his only acting credit he's never acted before. So it's like, yay, cool. But it's like the role was so meaningless. It was just like, It's ugh. not a role that had any sort of personality or character. It was like, you just need to say, got it, found him. Oh my gosh, he's in this location. Robert Durper, like him and... His other two cronies or three, whatever they were doing, just saying shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This has been another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who, What, Where's, Why Network.